0: See, I'm dealing with shit on a whole nother level. Y'all can't even fathom the level that I'm on. You're making me nervous, okay? There are cops ahead. You make it look good, uh-huh.
1: but I make it look better. That's right. You spit your chains up, I stack cheddar. Whoa. You try to holler. get to a no. hello friends
0: my peoples lord what's hi. going on
1: hi everyone yeah. so um this is a long time coming we're back we are back after a very long hiatus which we will talk about welcome um, to
0: season two
1: season two yeah the, uh, there you go
0: <laughs> the whole nother podcast of
1: the whole nother podcast <laughs> thank um, you
0: for Sticking around. Thank you for re-returning us, re-bringing us into your headphones, into your audio lifestyle.
1: Absolutely. I am Jamie. And I'm Mary. And we're happy to be with you. And Very um, much so. I think, you know, this podcast has always been, you know, a part of our, kind of our, our dialogue. We've been talking about it so much, even though we haven't been actively recording. Um, a part of it is because we did a major, major thing in 2019. Did we talk about it? Did we talk about potentially moving? I feel like we might have. I think we may have alluded to it. Um, to to give some background, there are a couple podcasts that we recorded and edited, but we did not publish, so there are some hidden episodes, and in some of those episodes... we Should talked, we upload them? I don't know if anybody cares, because I feel like they're kind of dated.
0: I mean, but they're dated, but... You know they're part of the. You know if you want the whole, it's kind of like um like the director's cut. You know what I mean. Like if you want the whole
1: yeah. picture, you
0: can listen to it. Yeah,
1: because in some of the other um, podcasts that didn't air, we talked about like our twenty three andMe results. Right, we right. talked about um, just kind of our families and what we were thinking about with uh with our life. So to give some background, we we lived in Philadelphia, and then in two thousand nineteen, we sold oh. our home. In the Philly burbs, and uh-huh. we moved to the DC burbs. We did. So we are in your home office in our DC burb house. That's
0: right, in a new domicile, a new abode.
1: Yes. Um. And we we made the decision to move for several reasons. Um, but I guess you know I lived in Philly for twelve years. You lived there ever since you were five until 2019
0: basically yeah
1: yeah and um but we're both from maryland right right so you're from pg county
0: mm-hmm. initially
1: and i'm from the eastern shore and it's funny because no one's from the eastern shore so whenever it's <laughs> <laughs> like you know in my age you know so whenever i tell anyone that i'm like a native of the eastern shore they it's like seeing a unicorn like really like you're not like 75 years old I'm like no, no. And, you know we we do exist we are real um, but all of our family, you know, were no longer in the Philly area, right? So you lived there throughout your entire childhood and your early adult life and in your adult life. And then your family, you know, after you became an adult, left the Philly area and relocated back down to Maryland. And But you lived there and you stayed there. I went to Philly for graduate school. Yeah. And then we met each other we got married and we talked about you know how we met each other in, in an earlier podcast um that we recorded right right in season one but um yeah <laughs> <Love that. laughs> but yeah so we um we essentially up there by ourselves right so yep. you know all of my family is in virginia and north carolina and um all of your family is like within like 15 miles of us for the most part yeah right yes. The majority
0: of my family is in maryland and virginia
1: yeah so you know we 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 started to have some family comp- my
0: immediate family that is
1: yes. yes so we um we started to have some some family conversations mangrams are all, all over the place oh my god and i'm trying to like move go ahead
0: no, I was just saying, like we because we went to the family reunions together. Oh
1: yeah, the family reunions. Are... You have family in California. Yep. You have family in Texas, Texas like Chicago, Chicago. I love Saint your Louis, Chicago family, by the way.
0: California. Yep. Your
1: your Chicago family is like the best ever because they you really have are. that one black uncle that has a long pinky fingernail yep. Yep. that I'm obsessed with. I, I he's like my best friend. Oh my gosh!
0: They're all comedians.
1: They're they all kind of are. Like it was a... like I can't deal. But yeah, so, um, but we we, just, we had to make some choices about, you know, the quality of our life. So when you have, when you're two working parents and you have a young child and you don't have family to assist with balance in your life, you know, it can become very challenging at times to have balance and to feel um you know the physical presence of support right so our family could mm-hmm. drive up to us or we could drive down but it seemed like a large level of effort um in order to spend time with each other it seemed like a large level of effort in order to just um you know commune with one another and to have you know church together and all kinds of things because our faith is very important to us as well so we had to just like decide like you know should we stay here and tough it out and I mean it was getting expensive because we were paying for daycare and we were just it was it was just getting a lot so we decided well you you said that you just had like kind of an epiphany when I mentioned it one time we were coming back from visiting family here in the DC area and I was like you know I think we should move, and you were like, "Yeah, I think we should." Was and it
0: during a drive home?
1: Yeah, it was. Are
0: you sure? I'm pretty sure it was just a regular drive through the suburbs, but maybe you're right.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, we were always in the car; like, we were always driving True. somewhere.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, um but full disclaimer: <clears throat> I wanted to move a decade ago. <laughs> I wanted to move. Full like, disclosure. Yeah, you knew that I wanted to move like almost after no, we I'll got married.
0: Your grammar choice. What did I say? Full disclaimer.
1: Is it disclaimer? Yeah. Oh. I mean uh, Well, this uh, is my second glass of wine, so (laughs) apologies. No, I get it. Oh my god.
0: I think if you just said disclaimer or full disclaimer. Either one works. Either one works. Exactly.
1: But um so we made a choice as I'm clutching my (laughs) the rest of my wine. Um we we talked about as
0: one does during quarantine.
1: I know. God knows. That's a whole other thing. I remember thing.
0: when we were walking through, uh, this is an, a random aside. This, this was like week two or three of quarantine when we went to that park um, with Ari just to walk around or, or over by the Potomac. And, uh, there was a, people having conversations that we could overhear about how their parents are going through like a case of wine a week. Yes. <laughs> they were like, I don't
1: think should and be not to mention that the, the, the person that was talking about this was like our age. <laughs> right. And exactly. so their parents were probably like in their 60s yeah. like, holy cow, like yeah, that's, that's a lot. lot wine, that's a lot to... to... Well, it's quarantine. Holy cow. Nowhere. I mean, you ain't got nowhere to go. You're yeah. not driving if you, Especially if you're retired and... too, I guess. I ain't, Why not? I ain't mad at you. Exactly. So anyway, um, we talked about... How we could make this work. And so it seemed like a very daunting task, um, to an extent of, you know, kind of decreasing our life in the Philly Burbs and finding a way to move and sell our house, buy another house, transition our son, you know, and thankfully he's not of school age, right? So we don't have to worry about like him missing school and being in a a grade in school you know he was he's only three years old at this yeah that's helpful yeah so it was um a lot of work to get moved yep to say the least Mm -hmm. it was probably i think aside from i can't really like compare it to anything that has been that challenging
0: well there was a specific thing that made it hard which was what The fact that you got a job out of state...
1: Yeah, so... (laughs) Before
0: we sold our house. Right,
1: so um, we agreed that we would move, and then I started applying for jobs. And then, because I'm thinking that, you know, it could take several months in order to find a job, and it could be, you know, a lot of... It it could be kind of tricky trying to figure all that out. So I interviewed for a job, got offered the job, and started a job and that was in april of 2019 and um we didn't completely sell our house until july of 2019 so it was kind of like staying with family and traveling back and forth sometimes to kind of figure out how to get all that organized yeah i was at home Packing up the house. Packing, and, packing
0: up the house and cleaning the house every day. And doing for, showings For and stuff. buyers to look at. Exactly. Yeah. Potential buyers.
1: And the thing is, is that, I mean, we on paper are non-contingent buyers. And for those that own homes kind of understand what that means, which is you don't need to sell your house in order to qualify for another one. But sometimes um, it, it, it can get tricky with how much equity you have in the home that you're trying to sell in order to determine if you can qualify for a second mortgage before you sell your first home so it was getting like very bureaucratic in some ways in order to kind of navigate through that i don't know if that's the right word i want to use there's a lot of red tape a lot of red tape so um saying all of that to say you know our family really really supported us and that really affirmed you know our choice in moving because they were all in, like they were helping us pack. They were helping to yep. get us moved. Um, well, we hired movers because, like, we just couldn't take it anymore. Right,
0: but we packed up. We bought one of those moving pods and put it in our parking spot, and it was there for months. And we had to pack that up completely full.
1: Well, you packed it up. Yeah, I didn't. Me and my dad I, and my I tried to up, you yeah. know do as much packing as I could, but I was working. No, but um, yeah, so our family really really showed us that they believed in in this as well and you know we have so much gratitude for the love that our parents have shown us and that our friends have shown us throughout this transition and then when we finally got our house now we almost got another house that was around the corner from here (laughs) but that's that's an old lady just did one she's old crotchety i don't want to buy from her anyway she's gonna be like that (laughs)
0: but um yeah that would have been too much house for us anyway yeah
1: it was like a seven bedroom house yeah it was like six six or seven bedroom house and it had like four bathrooms and it was just a lot of house and we
0: spent most of the day cleaning the house here just imagine trying to clean that house
1: i know like the the our because our home that we had in pa was like a bungalow style home yeah it was it was a starter house it was a starter home and how many bedrooms was that four yeah no it was three that's not true it was four because it was our room the baby's room the office which could be considered another room and then my room so that's four office is not a bedroom though i mean you could put a a bed in there yeah yeah but and also we added that
0: so that we technically couldn't even list it
1: oh really yeah i didn't know that That was listed it wasn't listed but anyway so we um so we had a smaller home and so this home is definitely it's bigger um it's not as big as the other house but um it's certainly an upgrade definitely an, an upgrade for yeah sure. and um much more space and it's definitely it feels much more like a family home we can entertain here we can have guests over like excuse me like our mothers love the house like every time my mom or your mom comes like they're always like in our kitchen True. like because we we kind of expanded the kitchen like shortly after we moved in we knocked down a wall and kind of made it more of an open kitchen and like my mom like is obsessed with my kitchen like anytime i like facetime her she just wants to see like the wall made no sense it was really bizarre (laughs) like the wall kind of like shut off separated the the kitchen from like the eating area from the dining room and it was the most bizarre thing like why is this wall here so like literally I think we still have boxes. We weren't even like fully unpacked yet. And we had a contractor come in and knock down that wall and put like a really big counter because it gave us more like counter space. It gave us more cupboards. And so, you know, it was really good for that. But, um, you know, this home has, is it, it's, it's a great location. Like we're close to everything. Yeah, like it's really close, close to the Metro,
0: we're close to the Aries daycare.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and also, which is a, another plus, is that the school our son goes to, your aunt owns Exactly. And your cousin is the head teacher there. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's kind of like making decisions like that, of like making sure we're close to family and that, you know, we're supported in that capacity and that we're also sewing into the businesses that are in the family. right? Right. So, um... I'm happy, but I will never ever make a move like that again. That was the most dramatic I told thing. you not to get a job that you couldn't telecommute. But that job was just No, real. I was supposed to, so and they then changed. they changed their they policy. Changed the policy yeah. They like i so say one of the reasons why I took the job is because they initially had um a really really supportive telecommuting um policy. So there were a lot of working moms there and a lot of people that you know lived like further in Virginia or a little farther away so some of them liked the idea of telecommuting and then they changed their policy to where you can't like work from home and I was like uh that's not
0: gonna yeah, work yeah we had to go time without seeing each other because I, I didn't want you driving up you did that you did a four plus hour commute every day Mm-hmm. and that was just it's I don't know how you did it
1: i don't either it was really the grace of god like you know i think back on driving
0: like, to, with bethesda right mm-hmm. bethesda to having the suburbs yeah exactly to, to glenside yeah. every day yeah. like it's too much man it was
1: a lot and i think that remember the day that um
0: what was it you drove to you drove to the office and i drove to pa and i had your keys yes the, the key to your which one was it yeah the,
1: the key keys to my car
0: that's right the key to your car that's right so you had to take a lift to work from the
1: hotel and and i didn't have my laptop because my that's brief right. my my whole laptop bag was locked oh my in God. my car yeah what and a then, disaster and you call me at like 7:30 yeah, in the I morning i had to get up
0: early i drove i got up yeah when it was still dark outside to drive to pa and i had your keys with me cuz i had moved i had to move your car in the middle of the night or something like that yeah right? and so then, I still had your keys she yeah and then
1: those. you call me and you're like jamie <laughs> and <laughs> then you pause that. for a second i'm like what could possibly i <laughs> still have your keys and i hung up on you i was like i can't talk about this right now It's just like i couldn't i literally couldn't and i don't like hanging up on you because like who does that to their husband but i just like i could not have that conversation and then, not to mention, as soon as I got in the office, I had a meeting where I had to lead and, like, do a screen share, and I didn't have my laptop, and I had to use, like, a loaner, but that's fine. Um, and then, it's really interesting. I figured it out, though.
0: I ended up driving back down the same day. Yep. I know. I was looking at, like, couriers. I was like, how do I,
1: how do, I do this? Because, yeah. It's just... There's no way to do it. There's uh-huh. no way. Yep. But, um, you know, it's really interesting about how God, you know, is so omnipresent, and how he you know is everywhere cuz i didn't have one car problem i didn't get into one accident no, I, I didn't get into that. one driving ticket i didn't have any issues and you know i just have such more of like a, a, a an awareness of how god is always looking out for us and always making sure that everything is we, is okay and then it you know he in turn you know acknowledged that leap of faith that we took with this move by giving us a beautiful home and putting us in a great area and a great location and giving us everything we prayed for like he literally answered all of our prayers like we we couldn't be happier than where we are now sure. um I think the the one thing that I I look back on is you know the dream that I had of moving 10 years ago, I think, I don't know if the, if we would have had as much pleasure in the move and the, the end result of it then as we do now, because we're just in a better place in our lives than we were when we first got married. And speaking of being married, we just celebrated 10 years of marriage. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeedy. In April. We were going to go to Aruba. <laughs> And we ended up eating, what, chicken sandwiches and watching TV. Yeah. Well,
0: here's the other thing, too. Just and I was in a moment about it. Before we even get, get to the, uh, this is a testament, I guess, to, it, it, it sort of related testament to the, the 10 years of marriage we had. When, during that three months period of when we were essentially living in a house that we were trying to, barely living in a house that we were trying to sell. Yeah. And not having a house in Maryland yet. It was difficult to be apart. It was difficult mm-hmm. to try to parent and clean and work and sell the house and you work and drive. We we had to make a pact that we were not gonna fight. We yeah. We had to make we, a pact that we were not gonna blame anybody or We literally agreed just be upset, yeah. We had to.
1: We literally sat down and agreed with one another that we were not going to argue. Yep because it was stressful because it was stressful For both of us and if we lit that that match yeah you know then it would have like snowballed and the whole thing would have been derailed and yeah. we would have gotten distracted from the end goal yeah so it was it like we really could have tested our marriage yeah and so we we made a it was that traumatic yeah like. we made a conscious decision mm-hmm. that we were not going to argue we weren't going to raise our voices to one another if we had a disagreement it was with measure and it was with love Mm -hmm. and we had to find a way to even and and then even if we and we could never agree to disagree because we always had to make a choice we had to make it we had to come to a decision about something so there was no room to agree to disagree we had to see each other's side of it and then make a decision on it
0: and then and then beyond that again there were things that were out of our control too like um my hypertension
1: <laughs> Right But just like
0: The fact that we had to deal With multiple mortgage companies And things like that You know
1: These these were things That we did not Factor in No um, I mean Because I was like They were like saying That we got rejected By one bank And we're like What do you mean
0: Yeah Like I never felt sense. So
1: Caucasian in my life <laughs> Like what do you mean yeah, Like how How sense. did I not Get this mortgage And then yep. um, You know it. I think You know Not to get too political But obviously Race plays a factor in it you know, there's a reason why they ask you for demographic information, you know, mm. and I think um, we we got into a really, really great situation with the bank that we ended up mortgaging with Yeah, because you threatened them. You did. You were like it was August 3rd. I'll never forget it. And you sent them an email, and you were like, "We need to close on this oh, house." Oh, that's right. Yeah,
0: before my wife's birthday. Before my
1: wife's birthday, yeah. and my birthday is August twenty fifth. <laughs> you gave right. those kids <laughs> twenty one days to process a mortgage. Yeah, and they did it.
0: Yeah, it's true. Uh,
1: they sure did, mm-hmm. but um.
0: Yeah, I was I was tired of the back and forth because multiple people told us, "Oh yeah, this is not a problem. Yeah, you guys. Oh yeah, you guys are good financially. You'll be fine." And then weeks later they're like oh the underwriters haven't approved it yet we're like look we don't have time for this
1: no we don't <laughs> i could think no there's i could think of a thousand other things right. i'd rather spend my time on mm-hmm. than arguing with we're you tired about of
0: staying in hotels and try tired of four-hour commutes
1: yeah tired of not
0: having our son in daycare like
1: and my and my health was kind of deteriorating over time too like um i was having like hypertension issues and i was like getting headaches and i was i was just, i was a i was a zombie like i was a mess and i i really think that you know the lord really looked out for me because towards the end of it and it's really it's so interesting at how the lord like makes choices for you and how you know you you kind of surrender to it and you don't even question it anymore like in november my company did a reorg and i got laid off Mm -hmm. they gave me a severance and i was like okay i'm fine with that i'll keep pushing they gave me a severance and you know they were like jamie you know we really like you and um you know it was it was good because it was great people a lot of working moms i was learning like it was really a good company for the most parts but i think um i just physically couldn't do any more like i literally could not do any more it's it's (laughs) so wild
0: too just because and that's uh, and that's
1: never happened to me before because I'm usually like at companies for years before.
0: But yeah, but if you, we talked about If, <laughs> if you were still there me. now during COVID-19, you would have got laid off anyway. Anyway, regardless. Because that company is definitely not making any money right now.
1: Uh-uh. So
0: nope. I'm sure a ton of people got laid off with or or like that.
1: Exactly. And then I got laid off in November and then I got offered a job in, I feel like it was like December or so and my current boss um was traveling abroad because um his he has family in france and in Mm -hmm. greece right so he was traveling abroad and he was going to be gone for like six weeks or whatever and then by that time it was like the end of january beginning of february and so it was really nice to know like i already had a job lined up and everything was going to be okay and you almost had
0: two offers
1: i almost did and, and um,
0: I worked out providentially too, because that job probably would have laid you off. No, because the, the other open either, because
1: it was between two jobs and one job that I had, um, on the table, kind of in conversation, I was going to be the head of retail and store marketing for a beauty company, but it's uh, quarantine. So no one's going to a store. So I have nothing to market.
0: Yeah. Not <laughs> I have a, nothing to sell. Not, not a makeup store.
1: Yeah. No. Um, and so, And this other company that I'm with now is actually in um, hospitality and it's a restaurant company and it is probably the best professional situation I've ever been in, ever. Um, I love the people that I work with. I love my boss. I love the company. I love the location. Like all of it is an answer to prayers and it is like, again, reaffirming the choice that we made as a family to move here and I'm happy and you even said this like at your birthday because we had because Aries birthday is around Thanksgiving and so we all got together obviously for Thanksgiving at Aries aunt's house we do that every year and um you said that this has never been you've never experienced such peace that you've ever had in your entire life until being here right yeah Mm yeah absolutely
0: yeah we're we're fortunate everybody doesn't have this but as you get older, I think that the the ideal situation is to just be, get closer to your family. Mm-hmm. Um, as you you know, as you're growing up in sort of your formative years, like college and everything like that, when you're sort of building your own life, you kind of naturally, in most situations, not not everybody's situation, but you kind of naturally grow apart from your family because you're sort of forging your own path. Um, some people stay really tight with their family. Um, especially if, you know, if there's like family business and things like that. But for us, you know, we're all doing our own things. So you sort of naturally grow apart. But as you get older, you realize that your family is your family. Like that's who's going to ride for you. That's who's going right. to take care of you. That's who's going to support you. And, and hopefully anyway. And so, yeah, it just meant a whole lot for us to be close to family and, and be close to a really supportive cast of people who are, you know, Driven and supporting you as well, and in, in, in your pursuit. So, yeah, we're we're in a great place now. Plus, DC, I just really love the vibe of it. It's just it's so black, it's so professional, it's mm, so like sophisticated. sophisticated. It's way more sophisticated yeah, than Philly so, for it's sure. It's so
1: clean. Compared to Philly, uh, absolutely. <laughs> it's a lot of homeless people here in DC, but it's definitely just a better. It's, it's a cleaner city in general. Mm-hmm. You know, well, that... because they have to keep it like curated absolutely. and manicured, because they have.
0: Yeah, because of all the important people here.
1: Yeah, exactly. And
0: um, our neighborhood
1: in particular, the Metro
0: is so nice. I can't get over how
1: much better the Metro is. I know SEPTA. than SEPTA. It's oh my so god, so much nice. <laughs> yes, but like our neighborhood, we live like in I guess like an upper and like, I used to stand middle class. SEPTA bad, but SEPTA
0: is garbage compared to the metro well
1: i yeah i haven't read Sep- written septa in a long time because i didn't have to commute on it because i used to live like right up the road from my old job um but our neighborhood now is like an upper middle class like black neighborhood yes and i was telling you this is the safest i've ever felt in my entire life as opposed to being in like a racially mixed neighborhood in the philly burbs where there could be like one bad apple of a white person that feels empowered or angry that you know we yeah. moved down the street yeah. but um no, there was a uh
0: in our old neighborhood or near our old neighborhood there was a white person walking around with an assault rifle remember? yeah and it was
1: all over the news yeah remember that t- and then i'm so glad this didn't happen remember how you said that if the news came out again you were going to speak on air about it you remember that <laughs> no, I remember. yeah you did no, you wouldn't know no, this whole thing where you were like if the news comes in, i'm gonna let them know you know i'm paying my taxes and i got a kid here and i don't need them like it was like a whole thing and i was right, so that makes, afraid that, that, that was gonna happen I would
0: do that. what yeah, that makes sense i probably would do that
1: i would have i can't even tell you how i would have melted i would have fallen apart if you had done that to me <laughs> why the last thing i need is you real? no I, the last thing i need is for you to be giving a diatribe about anything on the news i don't that need that, that would have gone viral it would have gone viral and i don't need that. that thing too <laughs> you will get clapped no i don't need this see you see what i'm saying people no like ari just give him a reason he just needs a reason you know he's just he's ready for war at all times <laughs> <That's true. laughs> and i don't need that as high strung as i am but anyway um yeah this is the safest i've ever felt because i I haven't seen a white person in like a really long time not in the neighborhood not in the neighborhood there's no white people no, in our neighborhood pretty rare well, but, was um, a couple, but, yeah. yeah and then every once in a while like we'll see them like at the Wegmans you know I'm like oh, those white people oh you know yeah. but other than that like I don't really see him mm-hmm. and I like that that sounds bad <laughs> my 25 percent is like cringing but you know um that's an inside joke for those that have listened to the podcast for a long period of time you know what that means but but yeah so um we're happy to be here yeah i feel good i feel great um i feel healthier i have to say i went on the keto diet i was a raging animal when i was on the keto diet yeah not, not, not for that long i was on the keto diet for like three months two months no two months yeah i was gonna say but i do intermittent fasting so um that's kind of like taking the edge off but when i was on the keto diet i did intermittent fasting with it so the only meal i ate was a keto meal and i could have flipped this house upside down i was furious all the time i, I don't think i've ever experienced hanger but i was like i was a mess <laughs> if you caught me on the wrong day the only thing i could like that helped me feel better was like having coffee and that's about it but um but yeah i feel I think we're good. God is good. Yeah, no, we're in a great
0: place. Cool. We are in a good place. So yeah, this is hopefully you know we've we've got a we've got a decent little setup here. So hopefully the first of episodes of season two, be back on a regular basis. This is actually a good segue, a good jumping off point for a break, yes. and we'll come back. We'll talk some uh, less personal but still fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Get some other discussion in here, and yeah, we'll talk to you in a few.
1: Damn. Hang on.
0: This is it, what? Lucini pouring from the sky, let's get rich. What? The G the sugar dice. Can't quit. What? Now pop the corkist in the Vega and get lit. What? What what? 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 Introducing Phantom up the And do- we back. What up, my people?
1: Hola.
0: So as you guys know, we like to—or maybe you don't know. Uh, as they say, every episode could be somebody's first episode, so mm-hmm. we like to shoot the—you uh, know—shoot the breeze and talk about things that are topical. And we have a couple segments we might—we might run in, we might fire off here, but. We we like to keep keep it light and, and have some fun. Maybe at some point we'll have some some feedback segments and things like that. Have some people have some interaction with, with the listeners and things. Like I would that. love
1: but, to have a guest
0: at some point. Yeah, we can do that. There's lots of people we can talk to for sure. Mm-hmm. But I want to talk to talk on the subject of pretty much the only thing that's kind of on the lips of sports fans. Oh. Uh, there is UFC oh. tonight with an empty arena i'll probably watch some of it later before before we go to bed that's a shame yeah um that's a sports with empty (laughs) arenas is weird man um i didn't think it would be that jarring but it really is with no fans and no sort of
1: if anyone thinks that the nfl is actually happening this year they're i think i think they're they're out of their mind i think they're
0: gonna play in empty stadiums which is gonna
1: be odd but but what about those that have like outdoor stadiums like how's that gonna work do the same be thing, yeah. If they do that, they I could fans. see it being very hard knocks-ish.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, because they're gonna have you know to sort I mean? of fill. They're gonna have to the, find something to do. The ambiance, for sure. But ad space is gonna be weird. <laughs> it's a shame too. The XFL got off to a really good start. That's a. Damn they were like, issue. "Oh yeah, the XFL is back. It's doing really well." But then they were like, "Well, if fans don't come, they won't have any revenue." And then coronavirus hit, and fans could not come. So whoops, no, no more SFL. <laughs> At yeah. least a bunch of them landed on NFL teams. Yeah. But anyway, um, the last dance, which is the Jordan doc that they've been sitting on for, I think that foot, the footage has been there since the last season. So like since 1998, they've had the footage. And then since 2016, they've sort of wanted to produce it. Or I guess since before that, they wanted to produce it, but Jordan didn't give the okay until 2016. And he still has the final say so, so, wait,
1: he gave the okay four years ago, and it took them four years to get this together for ESPN. Three years, yeah, essentially. Why? Um, what could possibly take this long? It would, a lot of editing. I'm sure. Oh my gosh. It took and, and them three they had to, years they had to, to edit clear it.
0: everything with him. So, I would love to see the unedited version of this It's mm. on somebody's cutting room floor, but I would love to hear the stories that did oh not Lord. make the doc. I'm sure there are rugged, I'm sure there's mm-hmm. some really, really dicey. Behavior in the story because is a gambling addict. It. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He's a, a hobby. Well, he's, he, he says it's a hobby, but uh, he's, he says he's I don't a know competition addict. That. Yeah, exactly. He says he's a competition addict, which is I don't know what that means. a that Funny way to describe it. But anyhow, though, I think that the most sort of unique part about it so far is the episode where they spent a lot of the time, probably half of the episode, talking about Dennis Rodman <laughs> and what a interesting, unique character he was. Say the least. Exactly. And this one specific time period where he goes to the coach and is like, I'm under a lot of pressure. This is right after I guess Scotty Pippen came back from his injury. And Dennis Robin was used to being like the second best player or the second most important member of the team. Scotty comes back and he's like, I'm under a lot of pressure. I need to take a vacation. And they're like, it's the middle of the season, Dennis. He's like, I don't care, I need a vacation. I'm I'm under a lot of stress. I need some time off. And they let this man have time off. Well, first they had to ask Michael Jordan for permission. So (laughs) Bill Jackson, the coach, is like, hey, Mike, is it cool with you if Dennis takes time off? And Mike's like, no, he's not going to come back if you give him three days off. He's not going to come back in three days. (laughs) He's like, well, he gave us his word. We're going to have to take him at it. He's like, fine. So he takes a vacation in the
1: middle of the season. To Vegas. To Vegas. <laughs> of all places, like really. Now, if this Th- that's was, the last place if this was was
0: 2020 movie. or 2009 you know, the social media era. Imagine the backlash. Oh, the imagine circus the, of that. Oh, it would. That's the best way to describe it. Is it would be a media circus. First of all, everybody w- would go there because everybody would know about it the, the second it happened. Right. And everybody would have been trying to get a selfie with Dennis Rodman. Uh, in these Vegas clubs and, and everywhere else that he went, but this man overstayed his welcome. He, he was long, gone longer than he was supposed to be gone. Well, to how was? What where, was he
1: gone? Like four days, right? Yeah, was supposed days? to
0: be three, and then like day four came, and they were like, "He's still not back. What's going on?" So, literally, That's ridiculous. They, and then I guess this is ninety. This was yeah the last season, so ninety eight. Ninety eight. Yeah. So was this pre cell phone? But this is I guess this is pager era i guess they people, probably they probably had... had cell phones they probably had the zach morris's no
1: no no Zach Mar- no nokia, no, nokia. Idea, idea
0: is when i got my first nokia brick
1: yeah yeah
0: i think around that time yeah Maybe there were cell 99. phones then yeah but yes okay so they could still call each other yeah because
1: my my mom had one too yeah did you
0: have what was your first cell phone did you have a brick or a flip uh
1: no it was a brick yeah i didn't have a flip until college and I bought it off of a coworker. Did you really? Yeah, <laughs> it was a razor. Did you take
0: their number or did you get your own number? Yeah, my own number. Wow, that's weird. Yeah. Was it? What was it on? Was it on Singular? Was it on Verizon? It was Singular. Remember singular. <laughs> yeah. And then AT and T bought Singular, right? right. Mm-hmm. And it was Singular AT and T for a while. And AT and T was like, "Screw this, we're just going to on our own." Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but Jordan actually went to Vegas to go
1: get them. Like, what? That's crazy. First of all, you freaking control freak. Like, (laughs) what the heck is your problem? Like... You shouldn't have, like, why are you doing that? Yeah, like, exactly. are, what is your, why do you have to control someone that badly? He used
0: to go to Vegas himself, though, too. Ooh. He's like, you know, while I'm here, I'll just, that's a plot. I'll gamble a little bit. Yeah, I might as well. Why <laughs> exactly. not? On <Run> the streets. <laughs> exactly. Why not? Play a little blackjack.
1: Mm-hmm. A little craps. Exactly. <laughs> and then, um, he, but yeah, the
0: story goes, yeah, he just rolls up on Dennis Robinson's hotel, Dennis Robinson's hotel room. How
1: did he get to his hotel room? Like, did he just go he's to, the yeah, yeah, exactly. he just to the front Michael Jordan. Yeah, he just go to the front desk, in his head. Exactly. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they probably knew what hotel he was in. So yeah, just go to the ho- go to the front desk. Hey, I'm Michael Jordan. Tell you what I need to know. Slip the guy five hundred dollars or whatever. Yeah, you know. And he's banging on the door, and he's got like models or supermodels. Car- Carmen, Carmen Electra, Electra, was Electra was there. Was a- <laughs> I would have done the same thing <laughs> she did.
1: Oh, yeah, she she was high She hid in the closet because she heard about. That's Jordan. exactly what I would have done. Hilarious. You bro. kidding me? I, that's the last thing Hilarious. I need. No, that's the last thing I need. Can you imagine?
0: the social media though just frenzy the hashtags
1: oh my gosh (laughs) the clubs and the bars and the casinos and just running the streets like that is the oh my gosh like I, i couldn't imagine if that happened now i think about a lot of that too like what certain things would not have happened now
0: oh yeah
1: like could you imagine if eminem were in the social media era oh my
0: goodness yeah right yeah there's no am and can't exist in
1: 2020
0: no no they would have canceled them several times over
1: yeah because he's said everything but battle rap
0: wouldn't exist in the same form no. and fashion as 2000 you know what i mean and M started his career kind of battle rapping too so mm-hmm. that would
1: not that wouldn't fly man exactly and i think um I'm trying to think of other things that happened like back in the day i remember with um of course Britney Spears and Kevin Federline if that had been like oh, in yeah, the social media yeah, it was, like it was just around you know, the right was, time it was MySpace
0: era but it wasn't Twitter and Facebook Mm-mm. Era, uh,
1: really at all Mm-mm. And, uh, no like all of those things that happened back in the day that were just like
0: dude uh, imagine like the, the like Nas and Jay-Z's yeah, beef exactly imagine the, the like Jay-Z the just about <laughs> <laughs>
1: please no because like i think about like you know rap beef and stuff and like Nas oh, yeah. and jay-z like Jay-Z. like jay-z left condoms on Nas's baby mom's baby car seat in the car oh and the,
0: the biggie track i told you where he slept with john stark's girlfriend yeah mm-hmm. like that would have definitely made it out to, to social media exactly tracked it down exactly who it was exactly well, like we found out years later but they would have known exactly who it was
1: i know and like <laughs> the stuff that biggie did too like he was he was everything he said was the truth. He never lied in anything he it's said.
0: True. That's how you can rap about it.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so exactly. You know, without without issue or conscience, but yeah, we should
0: we should do a list of like top 10 things that w- could not exist. Like we'll make it official at some point. But that's just yeah. it's, something, it's something fun to kick around. Um, oh, speaking of TV, social media. Did you see um, just this is just a random aside cuz I don't, we haven't talked about it at all yet. Did you see they're making a season 2 of The Vinnie and Polly. I there did see go. that, and did we're you see watching that? it. We're
1: uh, ab- yeah, we're watching it. When did it start? We watched the first season. It was amazing. It
0: was amazingly terrible. I know. It was. It was a train wreck. It
1: was disgusting. <laughs> it was awful. It was perfect. It was. It was, it was righteous. It was everything I needed. Because Paulie didn't pick a
0: girl at all. No. And then Vinny broke up with his girl before they even did the reunion show.
1: I know she yelled at him at the reunion <laughs> show. Dude, what in the world? And I think
0: are some are some of the same cast coming back? I hope. Not. I hope not.
1: But in a way I kinda do. I need that crazy The cat one? No, not the cat girl. Who's the the black girl that was like the really crazy
0: ab- one that but that's the one that he almost picked. Yeah, the black girl. I can't bring her back.
1: She was out I mean, of her mind. Out of
0: she would have absolutely murdered him if they got together in a relationship. Oh my she god. She was a sociopath.
1: I know the when she appeared that's like sociopath. in that face mask, like yelling at him. That's right. Like <laughs> you, you freaking psycho. That's
0: right. Oh man. Yeah, we gotta watch double
1: shot And I have to say, like, I was a crazy ex girlfriend in my life before but i don't think that <laughs> i think most can say that you think most women can say that probably have you ever had a crazy ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. well see like i feel like you're a nice guy so girls aren't gonna like violate your space like that you never had a girl that like called you too much or like like
0: i've blocked so much of it out
1: <laughs> traumatic stress yeah,
0: yeah exactly it's just you know to be seriously after you've been married for 10 years like Everything just kind of becomes a blur. Yeah, that's your true. Previous relationships. Yeah, yeah, I don't really don't know
1: that many details. hmm But I, I definitely like called guys way too much after we <laughs> split. That was me. <laughs> but I don't think on my worst day I would have ever like shown up with like a skincare mask on my face, yelling at him about anything. Right. Like, what am I going through? Gotcha. Right. All
0: right. So let's touch on this really quick. So this is topical obviously we've been in quarantine for almost 60 days yes are there any particular habits that you picked up or things that you would like to pick up since you don't really have any other choice but to stay at home
1: i wish that i still like cared about my laundry <laughs> like i had this whole i had this whole like thought i'm like you know what? i'm gonna catch up with my laundry i'm gonna send stuff because i have like Some clothes that are dry clean only Mm -hmm. so i can't like hand wash them or put them in the washer and so i have like some stuff i want to send to the cleaners but they're just like on random hangers just waiting to go to the cleaners like in my closet and i haven't done anything with it
0: because you'd have to wash them yourself
1: yeah and i'm like i don't i'm afraid like i don't want to like ruin it so i'm like i'm just like doing that and then there are like some old Like, I've washed all of my denims, and I'm kind of a snob about laundry, so I don't intermix our family's laundry Mm. as, like, so Ari does his laundry, I handle the baby's laundry, I handle my laundry, and then I do, and I also handle, like, our bed sheets and our towels and that kind of stuff, but i it's funny
0: to call him the baby though he's such a kid now he's
1: a kid he's not a baby anymore he's three years old he's gonna be four in july
0: can we talk about how he mediates now
1: oh yeah he absolutely mediates our (laughs) conversations which is like
0: if he notices us raising our voices like even it doesn't even have to be that serious but if he notices us raising our voices he goes
1: calm down calm down calm down. everybody calm down Like, like, bro, what? Like, if you don't mind what your are business, are you talking about, bro, you're three. Yeah, and the thing is, is like, you and I don't argue in front of him or have any. Like, not we don't argue. Really. No, well, we don't argue anyway. Like, we've been married too long to argue. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if, I don't, you know what?
0: I don't know if you consider them arguments. So that's no, a, they're not arguments. Yeah, no, I, they're just because like, they're over in like three minutes. Yeah, if yeah, that. Like, if it's that, just
1: yeah. it's just like maybe like a a disagreement. Yeah. that is um like vanilla enough to where we could discuss it in front of a child Mm -hmm. you know like if like when you're planning to take out the laundry or i mean take out the garbage here's what what happens
0: is the argument stem from one of us being really tired or really hungry because
1: we're both always
0: really tired yeah and
1: parents know this like you don't wake up you're awakened like you certain
0: days like something just gets escalated that it shouldn't be and then one of us goes all right that's cool yeah <laughs> and then we like the other person settles down a few months later and you know realizes that they were being dramatic yeah that's like one time
1: you were like i need to go to like home depot and i was like don't take my car and you're like why would i go to home depot without an suv jamie like i need to take and i'm like don't take my car like you have your own car why are you taking my car and then he's like calm down everyone calm down I'm like if you have a seat and eat your goldfish please don't worry about what i'd be doing how about that
0: yeah, he's a trip, man.
1: He is, and he. But that's a
0: little. That's a little gift, though. I like that fact that he wants to mediate. Yeah, he doesn't want to hear us arguing.
1: He's your twin. No, he looks like you too. No, I, I think he looks a lot like you, except he has big curly hair. He, he has your chin and nose, though. Yeah, I guess so. But for the most part, like he is. If you take airy and make him like a three-year-old version with big curly hair that's essentially him like they have the same mannerisms the same tone of voice um the same like energy you know because I'm for the most part like I don't want to say I'm lazy but I'm definitely not a very high energy person and one thing I remember about you from when we were first dating and even when we were first married you always had like a lot of energy you're always like very excited about things and very like ambitious about like being active during the day and doing something and and i'm like can we just like sit here (laughs) and you're like no i don't want to sit here like why don't we go to the park or go to the mall and i'm like i I I
0: do like to seize the day and
1: i i'm i'm very non-carpe diem and you're so carpe diem and he i see that in him like i see him being like that kind of person yeah. yeah and um and i just like i can't like, I'm just too tired, and I'm too lazy, and I'm just, like, not into it. Uh, even, like, because I was talking about this with my mom, like, I am I was, even as a kid, very much, like, introspective, and I was very comfortable just being in my room and reading books and playing the violin but and playing the piano. And
0: The same, by the same token, though, I think quarantine's w- worse on you than me, even though you're more introverted. Why do you say that? Because I think you're, you just really want to go out and, like, go to a restaurant. You're just, like, you're... Yeah. You're well, I' shopping at the bit to go do stuff.
1: Well, I've part of it too is because because I'm I'm you so ha- definitely because I'm so happy here. I want to like and when we first moved here, especially, we were very stimulated. Like, there's so much here True. that we could do and we could experience and see. And that's kind of what I wanted to do. I wanted to just be a part of my community in a way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you know, being home is also a blessing too because we love our home. Right. So, I mean, we haven't really had like any. Any tips or any issues. We've been catching up on some house projects.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I've been trying to do that. Yeah. Because he has it late.
1: Yeah. But for the most part, I mean the quarantine has been and we have a park in our neighborhood, so it's like like in our neighborhood, right? Mm-hmm. So we just like go to the end of the street and walk out. It's the, like a
0: walking trail and stuff like that. Like a
1: walking trail, and it has like a little like creek and everything, and it's very pretty. Um so that's nice. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's kind of been breaking it up. But I do want to, like, as Cardi said, put on my fancy dresses with my lace front and go out. <laughs> and you guys know me. Like, I stay with wigs and lace fronts and weaves. And you, like, stumbled upon my hair when you walked into my my dressing room. Right. Like, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and was I didn't was realize how many wigs you had. Yeah. You have a lot of wigs. I have wigs. I have ponytails. I have extensions. I have well, clip-ins. Because you... I
0: have my own hair of course but but when did you actually start wearing wigs?
1: When I got really tired. Like yeah. after like the fatigue, like parents <laughs> so know this. 2000 what? 2017. So after it. 2018. I mean like I would wear ponytails and stuff. Right. But like I sometimes literally don't have it to do. Like mm-hmm. I'm just too tired. And it takes me 10 minutes to put my wig on and be done. Mhm. And I have my own hair, like I'm wearing my own hair right now. It's in a curly puff ball at the top of my head, but um, and is I actually have a lot of hair, but it's it's easier for me to just be like bloop bloop done and done. And um, I have a hairstylist here in DC, and she's bomb. Shout out to Olivia, but I can't be with Olivia right now and have her do my hair, so I have. Hmm? Nope, nope. Yeah, so I, I have a
0: that I like to really like too.
1: I have a rotation, and you stumbled upon my wigs. Like you just came into my office or um, office slash dressing room, and you walked in, and they were just I guess I was organizing them, and they were like on the floor, and you're like, "What is this?"
0: Like, uh, cousin, family reunion. Yeah.
1: I know it was it was pretty bad, and you're like, "What is this? How many are here? When did this happen?" Like you,
0: <laughs> I didn't I didn't know you amassed so many. Kind of oh, like. Your shoes, I didn't realize how many you had into, like, when you actually, when you when, I, when we built the uh, all the shelves for him at the last place, we mm-hmm. put them all up and I was just like, there are a lot of shoes here. How did you get so many shoes?
1: Like, don't worry about what I be doing. Like,
0: but then you donated a bunch of them before we moved, though.
1: I donated like 50 pairs, yeah.
0: Yeah, we we tried not, not to bring a ton of stuff to this house. We got rid of a lot of stuff. You
1: Yeah, you did a great job of like decluttering and I tried to declutter as well, but... You're still doing it, but... Yeah, I mean, because I think towards the end, we were just like... De- like just tired, I'm just like I. Practice. Yeah, just like let's just deal with it. Yeah, I'm just but a new one. <laughs> if we ever move out of this house again, I know one thing: I'm hiring packers. Yeah. I'm not packing anything. I'll declutter. I have no problem doing that, but I'm not going to pack. Like that's get people for that. All right, so you, you, you mentioned As crazy
0: ex girlfriends previously, and I wanted to talk to you about uh adele and how she had this like crazy revenge first of all weight loss breakup situation yeah what
1: happened she looks completely different she's a completely different person well she's
0: could that affect that can't affect your voice though right has that ever happened before
1: um it can affect your diaphragm
0: yeah i was gonna say yeah
1: like like beyonce doesn't sound the same now that she's had three kids right mariah carey doesn't either but that's childbirth i'm talking about just straight up weight loss that's a true that's true so for those that don't understand what happens is like when you're pregnant, your, um, your abdominal muscles kind of separate. So you don't have as much like diaphragm support. So a lot of times like women, and also after you have kids, a lot of people don't know this. Your voice, your gets, voice deeper.
0: Apparently gets deeper.
1: Yeah. My voice is much deeper. I don't know if you've noticed that, I've noticed but yeah, something. my voice is deeper. Um, after you have kids, a lot of people don't realize that that happens to you, but, um, so you're the way you inhale and exhale is different and you need like time to rebuild those muscles in order to be able to kind of get s- close to that. Uh-huh. So if you watch like Beyonce's Coachella performance, like she really had to work to kind of get those notes out mm-hmm. for things that happened before she had her kids. Right. Um, so with, in regards to Adele, so those that knew before Adele was um, a full figured woman. Right. And Ari.
0: No, I thought you were going to use that choice of words. I was like, which word is she going to use here? Yeah,
1: so she was full figured, and she's also like not very tall. Like she's very actually kind of short, and so she carried her weight differently. And she was married to um, a white guy. And what was his history.
0: Was she, he, like, can, a, I mean, they like looked like they or would. Hmm? See, like a manager? How did you know? Him?
1: I think he was in the industry in some capacity, but like they looked like they would have been married. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Not like they, they married. I don't know, a couple of years. But they were together for a while, too, I think. Okay. I might be wrong. I have to fact-check that. But anyway, so they got divorced. And everyone's like, oh, shoot, Like this album finna be fire. Right. Like, you know, because she's always squalling about love and a man, right? Yeah. And then... Um, That's
0: what someone like you Her biggest hits are all about. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. And now she's lost...
0: Bro, what in the world?
1: I would say... She's probably lost some almost a hundred pounds.
0: I just started to Google Adele, and the first thing that popped up is Adele weight loss. Like, why is it Adele weight loss? Why is it? Because Adele she's lost
1: adults? a f ton of weight. She's lost a lot of lot weight.
0: A lot of weight, but like, why is it the first
1: Google? It- why not? Because because that, her nice. birthday just happened. That's why. But anyway, um, so she's divorced, and I think she got revenge body. Yeah. For real. And she got revenge man because she's with like. A black british no, she's rapper she's, 32. Mm-hmm. she's a black british with a black british rapper and he's like a real black person Simon, like he, she was
0: three years, yeah.
1: mm-hmm. and he's like black black like i don't think he's 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 real yeah and the fact that she's like lost a whole bunch of weight and she looks really good by the way she's styled really well like whoever her stylist is is doing their job and the fact that and she's with the way a bla-
0: older than her though
1: how is he? It's
0: forty-six.
1: That happens. It's the same thing with Beyonce and Jay-Z. Like yeah. Jay Z is freaking fifty years old. Beyonce's like 38. Yeah. 37. She was born in eighty
0: yeah. I think eighty one. yeah. Total Revenge Body. Uh,
1: Which sure I'm here for. I'm, I'm all the way, way here for I think have, there,
0: have there been any other celebrities in our in my in our recent memory that have like Totally changed their look after they got after they broke up with somebody?
1: Not really. No. I mean, the only person that...
0: Oh, Drake got real swole. This is a, not a revenge body, but... Right, was it after or pre Serena? Because I feel like when he dated Serena for a minute, he was just like, why is she so much more muscular than me? That was
1: after Rihanna is what <laughs> happened.
0: Is that what it was? Yeah,
1: because he really messed that up. Yeah. And first of all, like, can I just say... Also, who... Why did Dave Chappelle get all jacked? He looks weird. He does look weird. He looks really weird. Yeah. But anyway.
0: His voice is deeper now. That's smoking cigarettes, though. Yeah.
1: He's a chain smoker because when yeah. we saw him live, like, he yeah. smoked the entire yeah, he time. He sure did. And he like, still smokes geez. like that. Yeah. But um he, Drake. Okay. So he, we all Drake? know. Drake? Drake?
0: Drake? <laughs> that soundbite will never die. It's no, so good. It's, it's
1: it's a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> but anyway, um, so um, Chris Brown and Rihanna dated each other. They broke up. We all know that happened. And then Drake always had a thing for Rihanna. And then they got together. But then he was like still being like kind of messy, and they split. Uh. And then after they split. Chris Brown and Drake got into a fight at the greenhouse in New York. Yeah. And we all know, like, I have to say well, that Donald is. Trump, right? Yes. That is the most emo light skin thing I've ever. Like who fights over a girl?
0: Yeah. And you're as an adult.
1: As an adult. Like who these dudes were like fighting over a girl. High school. Like I I could I never think on my worst day I would ever fight over someone. Like yeah, who does that? Right. A rap thing? No. Like for what? she's chris, a girl like chris, get another chris girl brown
0: has always wanted to be hard and yeah chris Drake brown has always, to prove. always been the same way too they
1: both have a lot to prove yeah exactly. because right. they're both handsome and they're both light-skinned and they're both very talented right so they're in like kind of a brown skin dark skin world Plus, and i feel like I, I do i feel like light-skinned dudes have a chip on their shoulder when it comes to being in hip-hop because no one's gonna want to see them succeed kind of like how you know what i mean what do you mean? No, I don't believe that's true. You don't believe that, like well, I just like. I, I why would that I they want? Both,
0: both think that people think that they're soft because they sing because they sing. Drake stays squalling. Though. He does. <laughs> he, he kind of. Perfected that whole sing songy. Yeah, is this R and B? Is it rap? Like, what is this? Yeah, what's and then Chris deal? Brown tried to put out a rap album, if I'm not mistaken, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so like they both of them just want to be harder than they are.
1: Mm-hmm, exactly, so just posturing. Yeah, but it was like who like over a girl you're fighting over yes. a girl. The only and then Tony Parker got injured. You remember that? No, what? Tony Parker was there and he got injured. Is that right? Yeah, no, he because he was there. He the only time that. he goes out is when he gets. <laughs> He never goes out and he got he went out one time and got effed up because deserved. of Drake and Chris Brown. He probably
0: deserved it though.
1: <laughs> yeah, with his philander and self exactly.
0: too. Exactly. Yeah, breaking up teammates marriages. Yeah. Um We're almost at an hour, so let's let's get some segments and, and, and call it a night. Okay. Um you haven't invited to the barbecue and I haven't put you on. Yes. Um Drop and tell me what tell me who you <coughs> you're invited to the barbecue.
1: I've never been invited to a black
0: barbecue but I'm happy to go. I got beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, the dog, Boy, beans, beans cream, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkey. Right. I like the welcome y'all to the cookout.
1: I am inviting to the barbecue. So, for those that don't know, inviting to the barbecue is when we have a non-black person that does something that black people would appreciate. Or exactly, like, yeah. And my invited to the barbecue. They don't. They don't.
0: It's not a permanent invitation, but it's a, just least, one or two it's, times. It's a pass, though.
1: Yeah, exactly. Why not? Yeah. Uh-huh. Is past no
0: the- no raisins in the potato salad?
1: Damn, god, <laughs> which I've and I've seen before.
0: Yeah, it's true. I've yeah. seen pretty much every ingredient and that doesn't belong.
1: Because <laughs> you knew a lot of white people when you were growing right, up. They do yeah. that stuff, but anyway, that um, invited to the barbecue is Pastor Rod Parsley. Mm. Now, um. Black people love Rod Parsley. Right. We love him uh-huh. because he's basically like one of us, but he's not, uh-huh. but he is, but he's not. And... Um, right. Just like he was. Huh?
0: Just like he was. Just like he was. It's not,
1: but it is. It's not, but it is. Anyway. Do podcast title that? Yeah, we do. Probably some, yeah. somewhere. Um, Anyway, Pastor Rod Parsley has been active in ministry since I can remember. And he has a daughter named Ashton Parsley, which is my, and she's my age and she's someone, her ministry, I follow as well. So in this recent sermon, Pastor Parsley, um, in his sermon, talked about white supremacy and how it is a hellish, demonic lie. And it actually made me very happy that there are white pastors out here. Well, why Parsley doesn't care? I have to say that he he gives zero feelings about how anyone feels about anything. Like he's always just going to speak the truth. White supremacy is a hellish demonic lie there is no human being superior to any other human being on the face of this earth you see the heart of the human problem is the problem of the human heart we don't have a race issue we have
0: a heart issue our hearts are wrong but you're right. There are n- very few white pastors that will speak out against it. Like, why is that?
1: I have no idea. I've 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 been waiting to see some other ones like vehemently Step say up, yeah. and say that because you know I don't know what they're afraid of. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And I I think that there are like I I would these are fe- not the people you want supporting you. People no. Who think this is a legitimate thing. No. And. You know, we we believe that, at least I believe, that having white pastors and white preachers that are leading white congregations and the majority white congregations in suburbs and in rural areas... You know, it, it should be something that they do and advocate for. It's it. your responsibility
0: now, more than ever. More than ever. It, now is the time where it's, it's the most overt it's been since, like, civil rights era. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's insane.
1: I know. Um, I, I don't think that that's something I would have witnessed in my lifetime. Yeah, it's not, it's really. And our parents have seen it twice in their lifetime. Yeah, at this exactly. Point, right? it, it's God not bless them. something em. that
0: I'm excited about telling my son about. It no. Just isn't. You know what Mm-mm. I mean? But that's a really good um, invite to the barbecue. Though. Absolutely. The Pastor whole, Rod Parsley.
1: Yeah, for sure. I stand.
0: Great. So, yeah, I have a really quick put you on. Jamie and I have been watching this show called Dave. Which is about Dave Bird, aka Little Dicky, and uh, I've been listening to Little Dicky's music um, almost. It's a little bit after he came out. I guess, uh, I guess his album came out like 2016 or <laughs> 2017, mm-hmm. and he hasn't put out any albums since. I think he's put out two singles, but I've always been wondering, like, where, where, where where's the new music at? Turns out he's working on the show. Uh, Kevin Hart's produced, an executive, producer, yeah. exactly. Yeah, Kevin Hart's producer on it, and there's a bunch of other. Um, a scooter bronze a producer on it but the the put you on is not about the show the show is very good insofar as how it's written it's and pretty well acted too that's that's who that's what they're put on it so there is a character on the show that, that goes by the name gata and in the credits he's just known by gata mm-hmm. like for whatever reason like that's not his real name if you go to his imdb it just says gata and that's his stage name, that's his, show, that's his name on the show, and everything like that. But, dude is a fantastic actor. Oh, yeah. There is an episode, specifically, I think it's the third or fourth episode of the season. And if you only want to watch one episode, this is the one I, I would recommend. Um, you might want to watch the other ones, just so you have a little more context. But there's an episode that deals with his, uh, he's bipolar. And he has this episode in a shoe store with his mom and gets diagnosed and this and that. And then he, he has another episode toward the end of the, uh, towards the end of the episode. And the dude is just a phenomenal actor. And I'm, I'm really looking mm-hmm. forward to seeing him and other projects. I, I do really think I, I talked to Jamie about this. Um, the parallel really sort of runs or the, it really sort of runs parallel with Atlanta and how Atlanta sort of made stars out of the oh, majority yeah. of their cast uh, I think this could be the same thing with this show because it's really well written and really well mm-hmm. acted. So I'm really looking. I really hope to see him. In other and the projects. thing
1: about I have to say too with Little Dicky is that you know we don't know anything about him as an actor, so he right. needed to have like a very very strong supporting cast oh, yeah. around him I'm very to kind of that. like uh-huh. anchor the show. If uh-huh. he's not able to kind of like have the acting chops just yet, yep. and so I think that that episode about Geta was. Um, probably one of the most well-acted episodes I think I've ever seen from like a black actor yeah. in modern time yeah. like I'm not even exaggerating it yeah. was it was genius it was profound it was emotionally responsible yep um yeah there, it's it's hard I it. to do
0: there, there's more and more and more awareness of, like, mental health in today's day and age. Especially
1: with black people. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Uh, as there should be. It should be way more highlighted than it is. And it finally is getting the attention it is. Uh, you know, a lot of athletes have spoken on that and stuff like that, too. But in particular, I, I think it's hard to portray on TV without making it seem like pandering or, mm-hmm. or catering or just or, or the other way around. Sometimes it's just... Um, it's ham-fisted. you know what I mean. They it just it, they just make it really feel uncomfortable, and but this was the right kind of uncomfortable. It really made yeah. you feel like, oh man, this is relatable. Like I I know people like this that mm-hmm. probably are not diagnosed, mm-hmm. and it just yeah, it made me really happy to see a performance like that, and 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 I was really just proud to see that kind of writing and that kind of care and that kind of performance th- done doing that sort of thing justice so exactly that's my put you on we're at an hour mm-hmm. uh, we're gonna sign off for now but thanks for coming back to the show we're yeah. looking we're excited to to give you more season two and we'll talk to you guys on the flip
1: yes thank you talk, talk to, to you soon,
0: soon. peace Bye. In your head dancing instead of sitting. The rhymes kick, the beats hitting you just like a home run, slamming like a slam dunk. Ride the wave, James Brown, J Funk. It happened to James like it happened to me. How you think it feel to see another MC get paid? Using my rap style and I'm playing the background. Meanwhile, I ain't with that. You can't forget that. You took my style. I'm taking it back, coming back like Return of the Jedi. Sucker MC's in the place. I could only rock rhymes and only rock crowds, but never rock records. How you like me now? How you like me now?